gets behind the center, takes a knee, and that's it! Domination to the divisional round. The Houston Texans take apart Cleveland. 45-14, as the sensational season continues, the greatest playoff performance in Texans history just took place before our eyes. And now it's on to the next round. Unbelievable performance today. I mean, by all involved, and it was a complete team performance. The defense, the offense, special teams, everybody was all hands on deck. And you're talking about getting hot, Mark, at the right time. This team got hot at the right time. Indianapolis last week, it carried over into today, and we are in the playoffs, and who knows what happens from here. Who knows? You have your shot, and step one was fantastic. And after wins, Drew Doherty joins us on the sideline and has an interview of a Texans player following the game. And we'll see if we can get Drew revved up again on the big board you here. Know, and, and we talk about CJ quickly has become the youngest quarterback to win a playoff game in NFL history. Just keeps doing it. Just keeps stacking them up. He's the eighth rookie quarterback to win a playoff game in league history. Flacco is another one. And this franchise now has two of the eight because TJ Yates is in the group how about that so two of the eight players to win playoff games as rookie quarterbacks belong to the houston texans organization amazing the legend tj yates and the ever-growing legendary cj stroud who threw three touchdown passes a franchise record in the first half of this playoff game just a fantastic just dismantled and could have poured it on some more if they needed it in the second half. But as we, we kind of joked about, the defense took over and started scoring. So they didn't need C.J. To, to, uh, to deliver the way he did in the first half. It was under control because the other side of the team had, had things in hand. All right, here's Drew Doherty on the field, and he's going to visit with Christian Harris, who had a pick six, and then followed it up on the next series with a sack on fourth down. Here we go. Standing to my right is a young man who had a sack for 13 yards on fourth down. You had a pick six that blew the roof off of this place. Eight tackles total, two tackles for a loss. Christian Harris, you all dismantled a fantastic Cleveland D offense. How did y'all do so today? Uh, I think we did really well just trying to sit here and come out here and do our job. Um, I think, you know, that was the main focus all week. You know, it was obviously a big opportunity for us, but don't make it bigger than what it is. We don't have to do nothing different. Just come out here and do your job. This was a back-and-forth game in the early going after the half. It's all one-sided. Your linebackers, Coach Kiffin, just said you're an absolute beast. What happened on the pick six? God, man, he presented the opportunity. I just tried to make up for it. Uh, I know, like I said, a couple weeks ago, I missed it. And uh, like I said, the opportunity came, and, you know, God was with me and just trying to maximize it, take it to the crib. Three weeks ago, this was a different story. What was different today about what happened on the whole in this game? Uh, I think, you know, everybody just believing, uh, you know, playing for each other, playing for the guy next to you. Uh, especially in a moment like this, you know, we all need to lean on each other. And I think, you know, that just showed in any moment, no matter what happened, we kept going. 
You've played in some huge games. Have you ever heard a place quaking like this? Uh, that's the first time ever in my life I've heard something get that loud. That's the first pick six I've ever had either. So, no, it was a great experience. I love the fans. You know, they for sure helped us out today, kept the energy high. So, like I said, we love playing here. I love the stadium. Like I said, I'm so appreciative of the fans, man. So, it was a great experience. Last thing, what's next? Another game, another week to prepare. Got 24 hours to celebrate this and on to the next. Christian Harris, congratulations on the victory. Good luck next week, and we'll see you in a bit. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you all. Christian Harris, linebacker for your Houston Texans. See you all next week. All right. See you next week, says Christian Harris. <laughs> we will, and you'll hear us next week here at NRG Stadium. You knew it was going to be tough. Three weeks ago, the Browns dominated the Texans. Would the Texans be able to return the favor at least with a win? They did a whole lot more than that. Seven plays on their opening possession as Cleveland went three and out to start the game. Fairbairn chip shot. Houston had a goal to go at the three but could not score the touchdown. So 3 nothing Texans, you'll take it. But the Browns served notice that they were not going to go down easy. 75-yard drive. Kareem Hunt, one-yard touchdown run. 7-3 Browns on top. The Texans struck right back. 75-yard march. They got it down to the 15, and this happened. Second and six at the Browns' 15. Stroud under center, fakes the toss, now throws it back to the left, has Collins. 10, 5, to the corner. He's in! Touchdown, Houston! The Texans take the lead. Just like that. 10-7, Houston in front. Could they play D and hold on to it? Cleveland answered. 75 yards and six plays. This time an 11-yard touchdown catch by Kareem Hunt. Little shovel up the middle. Hunt took it in, and the Browns back on top, 14-10. Little did we know that 14 would be their point cap on the night. The Texans bounced back quickly with C.J. Stroud finding Brevin Jordan, who had a tremendous catch and run. Schultz motioning to the left. Stroud under center. Here's a little drop back and a pass to Brevin Jordan. Right side across the 35, cuts inside 40, 50, the 40, right sideline. He's going to go all the way. Brevin Jordan to the end zone. No flags. Touchdown. My goodness. 76 yards to Brevin Jordan, 17-14, Houston on top. But they weren't done. After a stop, 71-yard, eight-play drive. Now, on a previous possession, C.J. and Nico could not connect on a deep ball. This wasn't as deep, but it was a patented little bootleg-type play from the 37-yard line of the Browns to put the Texans up by a much more comfortable margin at the time. Stroud under center on second and 20 at the Browns' 37. One back motored. C.J. fakes the give, steps out to his right. He's got a lot of time, and he throws deep, and he wants Dalton Schultz. Has him! Rock and roll! Touchdown, Houston! C.J. to Schultz, 37 yards, 24-14 after the extra point. That's where we ended up at the half as the Browns couldn't move it. Third quarter. Well, the Texans had the ball first, but they could not move it to their liking. Had to give it to Cleveland, and little did they know at the time that the defense wanted to get in on the scoring party. And here's Joe Flacco trying for an improbable play. And it turned out to be a really good one for the Houston Texans. 
Here's Flacco getting the snap. Here's some pressure by Barnett, and Flacco releases just in time. It's picked up by Steven Nelson. He's got the INT across the 30, the 40, the 50, right sideline, the 40, the 30, 20, 15, 10, 5, pick yes. 6. Yes! Steven Nelson. Yes! Take that, Cleveland. The Farmer for 6, 31, 14. Wow. Browns got it back. And the Texans' D was not done yet. Now, that pick six by Nelson, only the second pick six in Texans' playoff history, next to, of course, J.J. Watt in 2011. But the Texans decided, you know what? We're not Watt, but maybe we can double up in the pick six department. Here's what happened. Fourth and two, Cleveland from the Browns' 33. Flacco in the gun. One back after motion. It's Hunt. Flacco to throw. Flacco. It's picked off. Here we go to the left, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Christian Harris. That's the second one. And Dre saying that's the second one because he thought Flacco would serve up two picks tonight. And he was I absolutely picks, correct. I thought but not pick six. <laughs> absolutely correct in his prediction there. Now in the fourth quarter, Texans made a stop. Christian Harris with a sack. They had it at the 50. Six plays. They would score again. 19-yard line spot of Cleveland. And who would get it this time? 13 and a half to go in the fourth. Second and seven at the Browns 19. Here's Motor to the left. Motor to the 15. 10. Breaks a tackle. Five. He's in. Singletary to the house. Another touchdown for the Texans. Pouring it on in the postseason. Oh, yeah, they were. 45-14. That was our final as Houston wins by 31. 45 points tied for third all-time in franchise history in any kind of game, never mind the postseason. As far as the playoffs go, definitely the most dominant playoff performance in the history of the franchise. Could not happen at a better time as the Texans look forward to even bigger things heading for the divisional round next week. 45-14 count. Give you the sack report, our H-E-B sack report. The Texans had four, four sacks in today's game as part of sacks for hunger. Well, let me back up. Derek Barnett added to that total along with Will Anderson Jr. Christian Harris, who played an outstanding game, added a pick six to it. And then Kurt Heinisch rounding it out with four sacks as part of sacks for hunger heb will donate one thousand dollars to the houston food bank every time the texans sack the quarterback the heb sack attack brought to you by heb the official tailgate headquarters of your houston texans there are so many places to go dre but i'm going to go here this is not the end this is the beginning and that's how the players feel yeah because they know they have something special Maybe they're not perfect, but they know they have something really special. C.J. Stroud, the way these young guys play. And, Dre, it's not just the new guys, the Schultzes of the world, C.J. Stroud, Tank Dell, whose contribution in the regular season was amazing. But what about the class of 21 with Nico Collins and Brevin Jordan? What about last year's class? Derek Stingley Jr., Defensive Player of the Month, and makes a few plays today. And you look at all the other players who contributed. Christian Harris drafted last year, pick six, big sack. It's incredible to see a top-to-bottom work. So much so that with nine-plus minutes on the clock, you're able to get some young players playoff experience. That's invaluable. Going forward and how things work out. I mean, they're growing up right in front of our faces, and we thought this was good. You know, coming in before the season started, we were talking about this the last home game about – the uh, the draft and how that played out and able to move back in all the the dynamic things that happened before the season started and then to watch it just materialize and grow as the season progressed to get to this point 
has been outstanding. And, you know, there's room for growth. There's room for more. Sure. And uh, we're going to get to see it next week. It's just a matter of what city we're going to do it in. Either it's in Kansas City or maybe Baltimore or right back here in Houston. I thought you described it well. Yeah, you could go to Buffalo, KC, or Baltimore. It, we'll find out. And we'll get to that in a minute here. But I thought you described it well when you said, hey, first half, defense made some stops for yeah. sure. But the offense it was all about served offense. notice that they were not going to go down easy. They were going to answer everything Cleveland dished out. Then in the second half, you have the eruption. The offense couldn't even touch the ball. CJ barely had it in the second half because they eventually replaced him. And in the third quarter, it was all pick sixes. Yeah. Well, two of them. I mean, it, it, and a complete game played by a complete football team. And that's what you have to give credit for is they built this team on both sides of the ball to withstand whatever and they were going to answer whatever the cleveland browns had coming into this one today they were able to withstand and then answer not only answer but answer in big ways in the first half to where we couldn't believe it at halftime and then it got even better because the defense decided hey you're gonna play like that in the first half we'll take it from here (laughs) and that's exactly what they did Yep, offense couldn't get on the field. It was pick six, pick six, stop on downs with the sack by Christian Harris, who talked to the crowd after the game. And there's a huge graphic on the video board here at NRG Stadium. Moving on, divisional round, date and time to be determined. 31-point victory over the Cleveland Browns on wild card weekend. Super wild card weekend. And guess who looked super today, top to bottom your Houston Texans led by C.J. Stroud with three TD passes, no picks, quarterback rating 157.2. Is that any good? The only rookie quarterbacks with three touchdown passes or more in a playoff game, it's a short list. Five players, C.J. Stroud on the list. Sammy Baugh is also on that list. And C.J. Stroud is the first rookie quarterback since the merger, that's the Super Bowl era, 1970, to take a team from worst to first in a division and win a playoff keeps game happening. phenomenal it keep, it, the accolades just keep coming I, man it's we, crazy we need a tracker yeah. on the website of all the stroud accomplishments and accolades <laughs> because it just continues to get bigger reliant power player of the game how about this for an unsung hero as john mechie plays yep. And has a nice contribution. Three catches, 44 yards, has a carry for nine. Johnny Harris catching up with John Mechie in the locker room. All right, guys, I'm in the Victoria's locker room alongside John Mechie. John, it feels like, I'm going to ask you this, feels like confidence means a lot. And early on, you had a catch, it felt like your confidence, and you just kept making plays. Now take me through your night, if you don't mind. Yeah, absolutely. I think just helping the team, helping the team move the chains and getting, getting the ball, getting warmed up and getting into the flow of the game is, is, a big, is a big key. You guys offensively, it felt like you had them off track all game, off balance all game. Like, they thought you were going right, you'd go left. They thought you were going long, you went short. What was kind of the offensive mix plan going in? Did you guys just follow it to a tee? Yeah, it was just playing our brand of football and our, and our football. I think last time it was it was a different situation. Now with this coming in, it was just playing our game and executing our game and seeing if they can stop us. I know offensively, you guys are up 24-14. You come off the, off the, uh, the field after that first series in the third quarter. The next time you go on the field, it's 38-14 
and you've had two defensive touchdowns. What are you guys thinking offensively about your defense kind of picking you guys up in the third quarter? We thought it was huge. We thought it was huge. Uh, we thought it was huge and just to maintain and finish the game, stay locked in and finish the game strong. Feels like you guys, I don't know, this is the way I feel, John, you tell me. Feels like this team just wants to keep playing no matter what. You guys enjoy each other, the chemistry is good. Is that kind of the way you guys feel? Yeah, 100%. I think it's just a bunch of guys that want to stay together and love playing team football. It's, it's, it's bigger than any individual right now, and we love playing this brand of football. I know you guys probably didn't talk about it from a revenge standpoint. Last time they came in here, beat us up pretty good. Does it feel good at all to beat them the way you guys did today? Yeah, no, it feels great for sure. It feels great. John, I appreciate it. Thank you, man. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. All right, there's John Harris with John Mechie. And, For the love of money. All right, so that was the OJs in the <laughs> yes. background, right? Yep. That wasn't a sample or anything? No. Uh, you Reliant, you can just plug into the Texans locker room and power the city right now. Proud to be the official energy provider of the Houston Texans. Reliant, as the OJs, the most underrated group in the history of music, is heard. They are heard in the background. And Mechie, so many people contributed oh, yeah. to this victory you didn't have Noah Brown after the first few snaps and had to find a way out of that because I bet he was a factor in this thing. You know, he's so good in yards per catch. Remember him in the Cleveland game. But they got the job done. Stroud to Nico, Stroud to Brevin Jordan, who's really emerged late in the season yes. here, Dred. I think it's all hands on deck. And I, I think the unsung hero in this one is Bobby Slowick because mm -hmm. as we – as Mechie is our Reliant Energy player of the game – you look at it from a standpoint, and nobody expected much from Meshi, Mechie, mm -hmm. but he, all of a sudden he's contributing in this game, and he's getting his number call. He's the yep. first read for C.J. Stroud. And so Cleveland was totally caught off guard by that. It helped to move the chains, a couple of big first downs uh, in terms of catches by, by Mechie. I thought he was as important to this game as anybody else, and it kind of shows you that uh, be ready when your number's called because you never know when it's going to happen for you. It happened for that young man. He stepped up to the plate and knocked it out of the park today. Well, yeah, some key hits yes, for Mechie to absolutely. take the baseball analogy further. All right, possible opponents. Here we go. The Texans will look forward to watching the Dolphins and Chiefs play and hoping for a Dolphin win against Kansas City and a Pittsburgh win against Buffalo. Tough to get. But if they get that, if they get both those things to happen, they are back here at NRG Stadium next weekend, yeah. and that would be awesome. And they would face the Pittsburgh Steelers in that scenario. Isn't that, wouldn't that a Actually, wait a minute. Pittsburgh would be the lowest seed, so I think they go to Baltimore, and then yeah, the Texans they, they're going to take on the Dolphins. There you go. It would be the Dolphins. It would be the so, Dolphins here. But the way the season is gone, would that surprise you at all? I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if we're sitting right here next weekend, whether Saturday or Sunday, mm -hmm. and we're calling a divisional round game uh, with the Texans on the field against the Dolphins. It, it would, this has been a crazy year. Um, if they've got to go somewhere else to get it done, I have every belief that it could happen with C.J. Stroud as a quarterback. He's no longer a rookie. Mm -hmm. People can get off that, that trip. And uh, because he's played enough football where he's already into his second year. This is this is extra work uh, that he's picking up right now for, for 2024, the 2024 season. So he's not played like a rookie, not one snap the entire season. And I believe they can go anywhere with him under center and come out victorious. Now, Buffalo and Pittsburgh are playing on Monday because of the weather situation in western wait. New York. Got to wait. If Miami wins tonight... Then you're waiting on that one. 
if they lose tonight, well, you want to see what the result of that one is, but then you have no shot of hosting right. next week just to paint that picture for you. Let's so go you could a- go to Baltimore, you could go to not Pittsburgh, you could go to Baltimore, Buffalo, or Kansas City. Yeah. I don't know if you have a preference among those. Who knows? Deal with whatever you have to deal with. Aaron Raybold, our engineer, already checked the weather, and it's cold everywhere, but it's not winter storm with a name cold if, you know next what? week in those cities. If we have to go to Baltimore, Lamar's been sitting for basically three weeks. Yeah, now. yeah. And you can't tell me Russ doesn't settle in. Yep. You might be able to get away with that. I mean, Flacco's the primary example, but he's an aging 38, 39-year-old yep. quarterback. Lamar's a different specimen, but he has set for a long time, and you are not the same player. I don't care what any coach says, what anybody – you cannot convince me that the rust doesn't set in. You might, as I said, you may get away with it one week, but for almost three weeks sitting, no way. You're not the same player. All right, that's going to do it from our Mattress Firm broadcast booth here tonight as we look forward to next week, the divisional round, as the Texans move on following – the greatest playoff game they have ever played in in the history of the franchise, dominating the Browns 45-14. Want to thank Robert Hensley, our producer and halftime host. Want to thank Aaron Raybold, our engineer at the studio. Ryan Rocket at Network Control with Chris Santiago operating the highlights. And on the sideline with game analysis, John Harris. Andre Ware, or sideline reporting duties, Andre Ware with game analysis here Go in the booth. Absolutely. And a reminder that after this, the post-game show fires up on the flagship Sports Radio 610 and the Texans app and the Odyssey app as you want to listen to Sean Pendergast and Clint Sterner. They're going to take your calls and talk about this amazing victory. Once again, the final score from NRG Stadium. Mm. I'm Mark Vandermeer thanking you for listening. The Houston Texans 45, the Cleveland Browns 14. This is victorious playoff winning Texans radio. You've been listening to Houston Texans football. Brought to you by Reliant Energy, Houston area Ford dealers, Cachada Casino Resort, and by Red Diamond. This is Texans Radio.